What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Rebunked. My name is Scott, coming at you live from my home studio in Nashville, Tennessee. I just, I've been having a, I had one of those days. I had wasn't able to quite make it down to the T Lab studio this evening, but that's all right. It's kind of a good coincidence because I finally got like my gear set up here at home. So on days like this where I just don't have time to make it down, that kind of you know alleviates a little bit of stress in my life. So, uh, you know, I'm really excited about this episode tonight, you guys. I've got a a fellow, another fellow autonomy student on this evening. And so, uh, you know, we'll be talking more about that. And, uh, you know, I can relate. This gentleman does a lot. He just, uh, he's got so many irons and, and all kinds of fires. And I'm just like, I know how that goes. And so really excited to get into it. But real quick, if you guys are new to the show, uh, head over to the website, rebunk.news and sign up on the emailing list with the little pop-up that pops up. Um, you'll see all the video platforms we're on. And uh, of course, subscribe on whatever podcast player you listen to podcasts on. Um, and then the social media, probably the best way, the place where I'm at most of the most is telegram t.me forward slash rebunked news. Oh, that's another thing I should say. I, I changed all of my social media handles to rebunked news before it was rebunked pod. And I've had a couple of people be like, Hey, what happened? Where'd your so-and-so platform go? So it's all rebunked news now, just because I'm just kind of, I don't know. That's kind of the direction I'm going value for value donation buttons at the bottom. Uh, another great way to support the show is at the t-shirt shop rebunk.news forward slash shirts. Um, this is brought to you by Big Frog T-shirts in Beaverton, Oregon, in the belly of the beast. They are a liberty-minded T-shirt shop. They're listeners of the show. So big shout-out to Ryan and the crew over there for helping me get this uh, set up and uh, for providing all you guys with some good truther gear. Go check it out. Look, okay, I got one that says, I see false flags. I feel like we're well overdue for a false flag. So, you know, don't be caught in a false flag without your I see false flag shirt. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, we got the Give, Send, Go up. Uh, give send go slash rebunked and uh yeah i think oh and then there's a couple of affiliate links in there for uh truth trs heavy metal detox spray in the episode description below and then of course uh, autonomy so if you guys are interested if what our conversation about autonomy interests you you can uh, go through the autonomy obstacle course by following the description down there in the episode description all right so without further ado i'm going to bring in the uh talented daryl becker and uh we'll get into his information here in just a second daryl what's going on man how are you hey it's great to join you scott it's been too long as i found out you're a client of mine for content safe that was I amazing know. pretty funny huh so so yes so daryl becker is the uh one of the fa our founders co-owners of uh content safe right yeah and so matthew raymer has been on the show a few times i, I talk with matthew uh, all the time in fact i've got a conference call with him tonight at nine o'clock uh my time so uh, i'll be jumping right off of here and going in and uh, chatting with him um, so, you know, content safe has been a big part of, uh, I, we, this show wouldn't be where it's at without it. You know, I, there was, you know, a time in my life where all I was doing was editing videos and uploading them to different platforms. <laughs> and that was just like such a huge, like, it was almost to the point where I was like, man, I don't even know, man, this, this, this sucks. And so, uh, it, our, our journey came about, uh, where we started getting, you know, some traction with the show that I used to do called Truthzilla. And uh, uh, a guy came forward, shout out to Cody's Crystals, Cody's Crystals on Instagram, give him a follow. He was like, hey, man, I want to support the show. And we were like, OK. And that was right when we first started talking to Matthew. And this would have been like 2020. You know what I mean? Like like maybe summer, fall of 2020. And uh, and we, we leveraged his 
ongoing support for the show into a lifetime subscription and content safe in my life has just been a million times easier ever since. So thank you. So Daryl, uh, man, you've got quite a background, acupuncturist, holistic healer, all this stuff, but you want, why don't you give us a little bit of your background, uh, before we get into all of these dangerous topics tonight. <laughs> right on. So I did start off my path towards liberty and understanding the non-aggression principle by flying over here to Hawaii, the big island of Hawaii, and suddenly having high-speed internet. This is 2008. I, I came from Vermont before that. And in case you didn't understand, this is a New York accent where I was born. So <laughs> nice. Cool. That's the upstate version, not like my dad from the Bronx, where it's kind of obvious where he's from, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and yeah, I, I was definitely... Uh, I've got into holistic healthcare because I had health problems. I had allergies and I got directed to an amazing and powerfully effective chiropractor named Richard Warman over in central Vermont. And he just was very rapidly able to help me. And then over those bunch of years, uh, what happened was, I mean, I I was like 20 years old at the time. And then I'd, I'd be going there eventually with my girlfriend and then, um, I, he'd be showing me how to help her out while I was, you know, in clinic there with, with, uh, both of them. And then eventually she got pregnant. So he was help, showing me how to help my girlfriend out while she was gestating and how to keep like her back all in, in alignment and how to, how to keep healthy. And then eventually with our daughter was born and how to keep, you know, like how to, how to take care of a newborn and a little one like that. And there were a lot of pieces of learning until finally, when my daughter was two, he invited me to join his practice as an, as an apprentice, as an assistant, you know, chiropractic assistant. And I, I had no formal medical training, but I was 26 and I had no path. I had some money at the time, but I had no vision for what give me meaning and purpose to my life. So he gave me some meaning and purpose because he said like, Daryl, you're a natural, just go ahead and go into holistic healthcare. And soon after that, he was like, but also, also in this world you're going to need some type of medical license because that's what people respect in this world they love to see papers and that you were sitting through endless amounts of boring classes that for the most part never added up to clinical applications that you just are smarty pants that can memorize things that you're one of those kind of people that, that you 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 follow the the written instructions and the same happens in acupuncture college as it does for all medical training it's you know the standard western medical training in addition to Eastern medical training, you get both, you know, you go through both of that kind of stuff. So I went through acupuncture college, uh, in addition to being an apprentice and learning hands-on. Um, and I got to learn all kinds of components of medicine, both in the Orthodox medicine that messed me up throughout my childhood and twenties, and then the ways of fixing it. And, um, I, I did move to the big Island because I, I needed to get, uh, a more valid acupuncture license than the college that I started at in Vermont. Uh, that was a, um, it can be a challenge if you go to small schools. I went to a small school that failed and I was not able to get a license back then. So hmm. I had to move over here and go through college all over again wow. to go through this, the, the same curricula to all, all the same medical curricula plus and, and I did and I graduated and I got my license and I even did some teaching as a professor to teach the, people who are trying to get their own acupuncture license, how to get through that. And certainly building my practice here on this rural big island of Hawaii. This is not Oahu. This is the one with volcano that's active. This is the one that's big that you could fit all the other islands. If you could lift up the islands of Hawaii, you could fit them all on this big island. 
you could, you know, if you were able to somehow fit them that way, just to show you how, how much bigger, this is like the size of, um, I think, um, I think it was the size of at least, I might, might be Connecticut, you know, okay. um, it's kind of, kind of large, you know, in terms of space, most people live on the coast, of course. And, um, when I moved here and was going through that college for the second time, that's where I got to really go through a journey of listening to podcasts because I didn't, I only had dial up back in Vermont and I moved here and all of a sudden I've got like, you know, lots of available, you know, Wi-Fi to mm -hmm. just go ahead and download all kinds of shows. I found immediately James Corbett of the Corbett Report. Nice. Soon after that, I, I got to hear um, definitely Richard Grove uh, in interviews and got to you know, start to get into the ground floor of Peace Revolution podcast where wow. he opened my mind to concepts like critical thinking, a la the trivia method of critical thinking, which I'm a big proponent of using and, and teaching. He got to open my mind to many topics of, of looking at history through new angles. And I got to connect uh, through him, got to do a show with him back in 2013, merging the trivium with nonviolent communication. I, I got to learn nonviolent communication through another podcast uh, called, that would be uh, Complete Liberty with Wes Bertrand. Mm -hmm. It was a really good show. I think he still continues it even. I got to go on the School Sucks podcast a lot. I got to go and, and put my my effort uh, out there. Um, I've been a pod guest more than a podcaster for my own mm -hmm. show, unfortunately, but mm -hmm. I'm aiming to change that yeah, with my man. show, Not Medical Advice. Uh, I'm up to show number 11, but cool. Um, one of the, my favorite things ever, Scott, is to go on other people's shows because um, it's just like where I feel the most alive. You guys pepper me with the greatest questions. You guys are curious. Um, you guys want to know the world and you don't think you know everything. You know, you're, you're open-minded. Um, you're, you're completely the opposite of the closed-mindedness that's become so popular. And that becomes the part of the dangerous speech, you know, because we're going to touch upon what um, has become popular and why uh, in terms of why, why is closed-mindedness so in vogue for, uh, I would say, so many people nowadays. And I have that's to say, Scott, look at history. Every 80 years, it's like this. It happens just like this. 80 years ago, it was 1942, okay, going on 1943. And there were lots of people who were making justification for why certain people of Asian persuasion needed to go into concentration camps on the mainland where you live there. And mm -hmm. there, were, there were certainly the same kinds of concentration camps happening for Jews and gypsies and or the Roma people or any political dissident that they wanted to, actually. That's kind of was yeah. really catch-all convenient. Um, Every, one, every 80 years, it goes through a cycle from what I can see historically where this kind of thing happens and people tribalize and separate and it's the divide and conquer becomes incredibly potent. And on the flip side, 40 years ago, that's where you had the opposite side. You know, that's where it was 1982, moving on 83, Madonna, the material girl. You've got the, uh, the rise of at the height, uh, actually, of individualism, mm -hmm. where it was more about hero worship and everyone can go ahead and respect each other's personal choices because um, it gets, you know, obviously it was building from the sixties and seventies into the early eighties. And then there was a gradual decline away from that into, you know, what we have now where it's uh, conformity and obedience and more philosophical apathy, you know? So yeah, um, yeah that, that takes the journey to where I got to here right now, where I am a holistic healthcare provider. I get to figure out people's problems whether they're here on the island or over in the mainland or other countries, I can mm -hmm. go do a consult. I can figure things out. 
I can send them a variety of suggestions and I write a report for them and find them professionals like myself, like my teacher, Rick, I could find them wherever they are. And that seems to be the skill that people want. They want, they want, you know, they want to not be suffering with illnesses and injuries, apparently. Yeah. I mean, that would be ideal. Right. But, uh, I think people are in the first place, not even aware of where these injuries are coming from, or they just want a bandaid to, to, to mitigate the symptoms of whatever's ailing them without actually investigating the source or getting any deeper. So, you know, that's where someone like you would come in. So, yeah. so you're in Hawaii. Uh, I think it's pretty well known that Hawaii really fell under the boot pretty hard. You know, I, uh, I spent the majority of the last three years, well, my whole life uh, in Oregon, right? Just in uh, Portland and then Eugene, Oregon, uh, about a couple hours south of Portland. And, uh, you know, we had the boot come down pretty hard as well. And so to the point where I was like, I got to get out of here. And my life aligned to such a way where I was able to make that escape and move to Nashville, Tennessee, uh, much more liberty-minded state, at least. Uh, ten or Nashville's a little... Little, uh, sometimes I get, uh, you know, PTSD from like Portland, <laughs> Eugene area, but for the most part, Tennessee is a wonderfully free state. Uh, so when, when all of this descended in March of 2020, being in Hawaii, uh, were you, did you see it for what it was in the beginning or, or what, what was, uh, what was your experience like living on, living in Hawaii when, when all of this started to come down? And 2020, when I saw this going down, I, I had a friend visiting me and immediately knew that she better just go ahead and go fly back to L.A. because uh, the, the chances were really high that they're going to make flights more and more challenging and, and make more and more hoops to jump through. Unless you happen to be part of the ruling class and have your own mm -hmm. jet, you know, you're, you're you could be stuck here. You know, there could be all kinds of hassle. And so I, I saw it like uh, I was jumping right into the research of it. And it really opened the window to what uh, we said off off air before about my mea culpa moment, my yeah. I was wrong moment where, uh, well, you know, for, for years and years, Scott, because I mean, I started my training in 1998. And although my teacher, Rick, was pretty open minded to show me that the germ theory of disease, that of bacteria and viruses and other pathogens cause disease and come from the outside, go inside and cause disease has an uh there are alternate theories that are very you know supported with evidence and one of them is called the terrain model of disease and mm -hmm. in fact louis pasteur who was the the spokesperson that the ruling class propped up to promote the germ theory of disease back in the late 1800s was well known you know and, and there's much research to show that he plagiarized his work from antoine bechamp mm -hmm. at that time they're both in france and they're both you know, um, both do research, but Antoine Bechamp did the more effective research and Louis Pasteur plagiarized the research as if it was his own and yet came to the complete opposite conclusion what Bechamp was saying. Bechamp was saying that the terrain is everything, the acid alkaline nature of the organism shows what kind of overgrowth is going to happen via microbes, which were at that point bacteria. There were There was no such thing as viruses at that time. And he was showing that that's not how it works at all. Uh, he was showing that the, the evidence shows the opposite, that in fact, it's all about what the terrain is in terms of the nutrients going on that are passed on to the cells, the, the strength of the cells and the cell walls themselves, the acid alkaline basis, as I mentioned. And it just continues from there where um, Bechamp had a lot of strong evidence that was completely bastardized by 
this new idea mm -hmm. that was sold to the public. So um, I, I still was trying to treat bacteria infections, viral infections, infections in general, up until that point where I was starting to really take a harder look at that because my teacher, Rick, was also doing the same thing. He was still thinking, and still to this day, I think still does think that bacteria and viruses come from the outside and cause disease. But what I looked and I, I wanted to see what's the evidence for that claim. You know, like mm -hmm. that's what Richard Grove would teach in autonomy, uh, autonomy, you know, getautonomy.info. There's a little yep. plug. He would teach that to just go ahead and just, well, add a question mark to these statements that you make as periods. You know, when you have a period at the end of the sentence, change that period to a question mark and go ahead and add a question mark. Is it true? Is there supportive evidence that bacteria come from the outside and cause disease? Is there evidence that viruses have been isolated and purified and shown with proper scientific control-filled experiments to actually cause disease on their own without mixing variables? And when I did the research on that to look at everything that constitutes virology, modern-day virology, and scanning electron microscopy, I found out that those two fields, virology and scanning electron microscopy, are completely filled with fraudulent experiments that are published as if they're true. And because most people can't afford their own scanning electron microscope, and most people can't really take that haven't really chose have chosen to not take the time to really look at a viral, you know, like um, any type of virology published paper, all of which, you know, eventually include in there that more study is needed and that it's pointing in the direction, but none of them actually show conclusive evidence for their claims that are in the title that they get away with publishing. Well, I saw that I was totally wrong. Like I knew the whole AIDS debacle was mm -hmm. completely a faked like virus that they blamed on, um, you know, they blamed everything, all the conditions, the symptoms of AIDS on a, on a fake virus with a fake test where they, they basically took the symptoms of toxicity from the, the, the lifestyles of people who are doing yeah. certain things or in drugs, amyl nitrates, for example, yep. many, many other drugs as well, as well. And they would they would pin those those symptoms on this virus. They would make a fake test to show positive for you know a certain number of people, and then they would they would then treat people with a drug, you know, or a series of drugs actually, starting with AZT, then nevirapine, and kill them with those drugs because those drugs are designed to kill you and so blame it on AIDS, <laughs> and then of course blame it on the virus, and and and, and that this is this is of course the dangerous speech part, right? So yeah. You know, oh, yeah. um, because a lot of people love to be right. They love to be certain and right. And they would hate to actually acknowledge that they were fooled for decades, that they're a total idiot in comparison. They would hate to acknowledge that. That's humility. And in a humility contest, I'm going to fucking win. Yeah. You know, I'm going to say that because I will go ahead and say I could be wrong about all the claims I'm making in the show on, on Rebunked today. Scott, I could be. And show me that I am. And I'll go back here and say I was wrong about stuff. Yeah. You know, I want that. I'll Give me the evidence, right? Yeah, you know? so like, much I'm of this stuff, so, so much of this stuff, is all yeah. the stuff we talk about, and I've even said it many, many times, like, God, I hope I'm wrong about this stuff. Like, I really, really do, you know? Like, yeah. the fact that they're injecting little babies right now, and it's like, you know, the, what we know about what it does to the heart and the blood clotting, it's like, I, I have to be wrong about this. They can't really be doing this. Like this is not even possible. But then, and, you know, as we're seeing, as the data comes out, it's like, God, we're right about it. But anyway, it's just it insane. Like, like it. I better be wrong about a lot of this stuff. <laughs> we're, in, we're in a lot of trouble otherwise. <laughs> well, I think it, it's really better to, 
prepare for the worst and not prepare for like the best case scenario. Yeah. Because uh, that's that doesn't do. So the best case scenario actually is wonderful that you and I, Scott, we're in control of our health. Oh, yeah. Basically through what we eat, what we consume, the media that we consume, the thoughts that we we foster, the electromagnetic frequencies that we're consistently being bombarded with. Yeah. You know, the, oh, yeah. we're we're at the you know, we cause what we're experiencing. And that's power right there yeah. just to acknowledge that. So if we're to acknowledge that, then we can move forward to, to getting health. So when I had Dr. Melissa Sell on my show, Not Medical Advice, uh, she really helped me open the door during that show. That's number four in my series that I've made of, of the 11 shows I've made so far, um, where it just I, I really got a chance to, to, to understand from her the German new medicine theory that there's so many ways of thoughts changing how... Um, you know how how people the actually health going on. Uh, it's it's kind of really potent that the thoughts, the feelings going on, that all the symptoms are all completely related to you know the actual energetic perspective, to the the mental emotional perspective, and of course to the you know ingredients going in like you know physically. Um, and you know her way of of practicing medicine is completely different than mine, but. It's still like she questioned, like, hey, can you find like evidence that bacteria are coming in from the outside causing disease? So I looked it up and I found out, oh, no, I was wrong yeah. for yeah. 22 years of my practice. Yeah. You know, like that that's not the way it works, that the bacteria are there, apparently, you know, and I got other books to, to look back this one up. Sure. Uh, this one is Let's see. Um, this one is basically uh, What Really Makes You Ill by okay. Don Lester and David Parker. I've got Perfect. Other one. Uh, Thugs, Drugs, and the War on Bugs by Ooh. Dr. Brad Case. You know, that's, awesome. that's, a, that's a good one. Okay, um, yeah, I haven't heard of that one. Yeah, I, I recommend these and others. And, and I'm, I'm writing my own called, of course, Not Medical Advice. Great, but, man. That's you know. amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, I've had uh, I've had the pleasure yeah. of speaking to Dr. William Trevine. Uh, Goodbye Germ Theory. Have you read that one? Yeah, I, 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 I own a copy yeah. in my PDF on my machine here, yes. but I haven't gone through it quite yet. Dude, it's such but, a good yeah. one. And surprisingly, if you want to get it done real quick, it's on Audible. And that's where I, I just listened uh, to the audiobook version, but it is so good, man. He does such a good job. And, uh, yeah. I've talked about this on the show before, but he does this great. I mean, it just blew me away about halfway through because he's talking about, he talks about, you know, the vaccine industry in general and about how, you know, it's really contingent upon the idea of there being a, you know, germ, the germ model, it's all contingent upon the germ model. And so if we can get rid yeah. of the germ model, then we can completely eliminate the whole vaccine industry. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah. he wrote it, he wrote the book in 2004 and he, uh, comes to the conclusion that, you know, the medical cartel, the people running the medical cartel are the same ones behind nine 11 and about halfway through, he starts talking about nine 11. I'm like, Whoa, dude. Okay. And then he, <laughs> and then he, and then he literally says in the book just to, you know, in, in, in certain words, he's like, he goes, you know, this medical cartel will eventually gain enough power where they will, where they will try to seize power like a government and they're going to use a forced vaccination program to do it. And I'm like, whoa, man, like it was like, and I, I, I came across, I listened to that in like 2021, like last year, like right in the middle of it. Like he was literally just predicting the future, but yeah, Dr. Right. William Trebbing, man, he just like, he called it. It's crazy. Wow. So, that's similar to what David Icke was saying around yeah. that same time too. Yeah. And uh, these guys who were looked as, as uh, nutters back then yep. are now vindicated with oodles of evidence yep. for the people who have the courage and they have the, 
the curiosity that there's like four qualities basically they would first they would need the curiosity to want mm-hmm. to investigate like you wanted to see who is this daryl becker who reached out to me you know yeah. and then you'd want to know you'd want to have flexibility can you consider these different you know options of perspective are you can you flex through it or do you have like a firm concrete reality tunnel or do you have a plastic flexible reality tunnel mm-hmm. that you can shift around and and look through to understand this reality and then finally, of course, you you also need humility. Can you acknowledge that you have been in error, that you could have been fooled? Yeah. You have humility at all? You know, like what's where's your humility muscle? And then finally, like the courage. Do you mm-hmm. have the courage to acknowledge these scary things that we're discussing? And if you're clenching to fear and you just want to run away into that, then you can do that. Um, that's what a lot of people are going to do when they're in a state of trauma. So, yeah, I, I did. Um, I did understand a lot of these concepts, even at the Genesis, when I was working with Matt, trying to create contentsafe.co, like we we're mm-hmm. looking at all these things happening. As soon as Alex Jones and a thousand other media producers were censored in 2018 from the major platforms of Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and, you know, uh, even MailChimp and, and other, you know, payment processors. When that happened, Scott, it was like, okay, we have to make this baby happen. We gotta, we gotta launch it. I, I worked on on the the very much the marketing angle of Content Safe and creating the connections to cool people that I was already doing podcasts with, and that was, you know, that's been my my angle for the most part. Matt works on the technical aspects of Content yeah. Safe, and we we come to you know to we we meet every week a bunch of times and we we still work to find out what you guys need how to get your speech out there and replicated how to grow the audience yeah because that's one of the main things growing the audience by being on platforms where you don't get censored like on youtube yeah or facebook or you know uh, other um mainstream platforms you know instead like we focused on things places like bitshoot and mm-hmm. now it's rumble and odyssey and We've got, you know, Iconic and brand new tube. And yeah, YouTube that's and- right. That's right. Yeah, I remember uh, Matthew's really excited about that, man. So I, I, lo- I mean, I love it. I love it so much. And uh, I think I was like his first uh, Rockfin client. Like for a while there, we were uploading from like he was taking my stream from Rockfin. So I was I was the pain in, pain in his ass for a while there while he was, uh, you know, uh, re- you know, updating the software to be able to run off of Rockfin. But we've, we've switched up the model since then. But I just, you know, I just got to, you know, you know, a plug. Just because, uh, you know, if you're a content creator out there, if you're making media of any kind, like like basically the idea is like, you know, when you upload your audio podcast and it shoots it out to like Spotify and iTunes and, uh, you know, CastBox and all the other podcast catchers, you know, this is the same thing with video. And it's like really the only thing I think in the whole industry, which seems insane that there isn't like a whole market of different uh, companies out there that are vying for this. It's like, you guys have like the monopoly on this, which is like the most valuable service for a content creator. I can imagine because it just takes it, you know, it alleviates so much time out of my week. You know, if I literally had to upload my video to BitChute and YouTube and Odyssey and all these platforms, like I just, I wouldn't be able to make content. Cause that's all I'd be doing, especially with BitChute. BitChute's a pain in the ass. Anybody that uploads the BitChute, you know that you upload the video mm-hmm. and then like, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And it takes like, you know, su- several attempts a lot of times. And it's so frustrating, but you know, content safe, their software literally just does it for you. Like my, my workflow these days, and I used to edit videos and I used to nitpick them and all this stuff. And it's like, Literally, my workflow now, putting out videos, is I just press record, and then I press stop, and that's it. It's like my life is just like 
I'm just so eternally grateful. And you guys do a great job. And Matthew's just so awesome. Like anytime I have an issue, it's just boom on it fixed. No problem. And so uh, I just can't speak highly enough of content safe and the work you guys do. So anybody out there, if you're a content creator and you're trying to not only that, but just get your voice out to multiple platforms. It's like, if you're just posting your stuff on YouTube, you're crazy. Like you're crazy. And, and that's not, that's not a sustainable business model whatsoever. Or, or if you're not trying to be a business with it, like it, that's just not a sustainable way and a, or an effective way to get your speech out there because, you know, they're going to do everything they can to stop your speech from happening. So if you guys want to get your, your speech out there, uh, you know, to more platforms, definitely reach out to content. Say, if you reach out to me, uh, Daryl, like how could they get a hold of you? Do you want to have them get a hold of you or? I think they should just go right to contentsafe.co. Okay. I okay. think that definitely, um, I'll, and I'll, I'll include my personal in a resource. Uh, sure, I'll do it right now and then at the end of the show too. Um, okay. But yeah, yeah, you know, totally. Like, um, but definitely, you know, you you want to talk business? You know, I'm I I'll I'll go ahead and use my one catch-all email. That's voluntaryvisions at gmail.com. That's that cool. catches everything for me. And and in case you you happen to put rebunked into the subject line oh, i will right. definitely give you a free 15 minute medical consult and give you some help for whatever your conditions are um because that's that's a thing i'll do but yeah that definitely nice. contentsafe.co allows you to to schedule to get some help to figure things out and we just grow audiences for people but we oh, are okay. we're, we're definitely like a high level Oh, there's Truthzilla. Yeah, I know. That's there's us. Yeah. There's there's the old show, man. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Flashback. No, yeah. we we're 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 like uh we we like to do a boutique of services for content producers like you, Scott. Like so, yeah. for folks who are having trouble with payment platforms, we have alternate wow. pay, payment platform suggestions and like ways to help you get set up with those. And for those who are working on uh like just say like you you've gotten hacked too many times because what you're saying is so contentious that. They've directed like hacking energy towards you, yep. you know. I can speak and, to that too. I mean, uh, 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 Matthew's working with Ryan from Last American Vagabond because Ryan is just under heavy attack, like at the server level. Yeah. Like it's like he's got like intelligence agencies like coming after him, dude. It's insane. Right, so right. You guys, you guys are working behind the scenes to help him keep his speech safeguarded. So that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. How did how we do that is by making bulletproof secure sites. Like where if you're using a standard WordPress and WordPress plugins you're open to attack in like a thousand different ways. And so instead we, we build uh, on different platforms, especially Gatsby as a completely underknown, underused uh, open source platform. And that's another service, obviously, you know, we, we're, we're thinking of starting to launch into offering editing services for clients mm -hmm. like you. Um, there's so many things that we can help the content producers like you. So you can focus on making killer content yeah. and stop focusing on the other things that are really like a tech issue you know, as far as, you know, putting it out there. Um, That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Right on, man. So, yeah. I just wanted, I just wanted to detour and plug that because yeah, I just can't speak highly enough of it. Like I'm not even being paid or promoted to say any of this stuff, you guys, like this is literally like something I firmly believe in and, and they're, they're people there. There are people, you know what I mean? These are our people. And so, you know, it's all about, uh, in group preference and supporting, uh, those people that are fighting for, you know, what, what we all are here fighting for. So, uh, one of the questions I had though, for you is, uh, in, in relation to the whole, uh, journey into terrain theory is so after you've uh come to this new realization about these these things and how the body uh the, the disease how that how that happens in our bodies and then possible now new modalities to treat them like how has that changed how you uh 
deal with patients or interact with patients or how has your treatment protocols changed now that you have this deeper understanding about, uh, you know, terrain theory? That is an excellent question. So what changed was I was no longer trying to kill the bacteria to, um, I I'd say, cause everyone has access to everyone listening, watching this has access to antibiotics. If you just know how to get them, if you just know where they, where, where to buy them. And it's basically through pet supplies, you yeah, know, I was just going to say, go through, yeah, yeah, you know, like aquatic supplies or avian supplies or, or other like, you know, livestock supplies, you can get the same antibiotics for all of those animals I just mentioned through that are, you know, that show the same milligrams and you can go ahead and use them. You can store them in your freezer. So that plus that's like the nuclear option as far as killing bacteria goes. And then there's the herbal options, all these things that would be used to kill, you know, bacteria and, and try to deal with a bacterial infection, for example. And what changed is now I'm a lot more focused on the two components that I started learning in my original training, which is detoxification, like get removing things that do not like should not be there, like that really need to be removed. And the body is trying to remove them. We'll get to that process called sickness. Mm. And then. De deficiency that there are nutrients that need to be there that aren't there that the people you know that you're not people are not getting through their food and they're taking supplements but they're they're taking the wrong ones because they are not testing them which is what i do in my clinic and which is the kind of the professionals that i send people to they test in in clinic to see whether there's a biocompatibility with any type of medicine any type of food period and people are just guessing. We're like, oh, this looks so great. It's got all these minerals and, and vitamins and nutrients and look like fruits and vegetables. We've kind of all combined it. It's like one multivitamin. Well, the problem is, as Linus Pauling could have told you a long time ago, those are antagonists. You can't take them all at once. That means you've just basically made a poison. And that's what people think. Oh, it's so convenient, a multivitamin. That's generally not going to test well. Uh, it's not going to be biocompatible to most clients. So it, it comes down to just opening your mind like, wow, maybe what you thought is awesome is absolutely part of your problem, causing problems for you. And the, the same kind of goes for, you know, the, the type of exercise people consume sometimes is also sometimes harmful. Um, the, the, um, but most of the time, I would say most people like, are deficient in exercise. Mm -hmm. So the two things that I got to learn to change, Scott, were to focus on what's deficient and focus on what's toxic and to remove the toxic aspects. And there's so many amazing, powerful supplements and techniques to reduce toxins, uh, such as what you'd know of sauna, you know, mm -hmm. going into a sauna, like when you sweat or that's why any like heavy workout, like what I get to do every day is makes me sweat. Yeah, you know, totally. I just, uh, that I've, I've told myself that's one of the advantages of living in the South because like, I just went through my first, summer in in the southern united states which is very humid and i'm just like dude this is just a sauna it's like people pay lots of money to go experience this and i just get to live in it it's perfect everyone out here yeah. is just like oh my god this is all right. I'm like no dude this is great man like this is why all of your skin is just fantastic down here come on now yeah exactly <laughs> i mean it's it's and it's it's certainly pretty awesome here because like the maximum high temperature where i live is 87 88 nice. and the maximum low is about you know 59 yeah, you know, and um, and that's and and when you acclimate to this kind of place, because this is like human ideal temperature here, mm -hmm. um, those two temperatures feel crazy hot and absurdly cold. 
And I was from Vermont before this. So both of those are, ex you know, absurd because in yeah. both cases, you know, um, Vermont doesn't quite have the highs, but it certainly got it like it definitely into the 90s. And when I was in New York, where I grew up, that definitely hit the hundreds, you know, um, and and also, you know, like in the flip side um, in Vermont, it got to negative 30 in the deep winter. And uh that's you know like that's just incredible like and yeah. i i did that that's that was part of my health was you know to be able to re be so resilient and get productive even in the midst of those extremes of a walkout freezer or you know like a furnace outside yeah. you know not quite the arizona furnace though that's a, that's a real furnace yeah you know? yeah poor arizona but, but you know like still um you know this was it really kind of helps to for people to to take power of their own health to say, okay, I'm causing these problems for myself. That's like, that's a powerful responsibility place. This is why I mostly work for people who are um, not so old, really. Uh, like they're, they're kind of in the fifties or younger because people who are older, there's a, there are perspectives that really have like mind worms that have wormed their way in there of entitlement of needing everything to be covered by insurance. And I, I don't work with that. I, I work like you do. Like I get paid real money for real work that I do, mm -hmm. you know, and if I don't get good enough work done, I stop getting paid and that's how it works. Yeah. And, um, I, I'm not taking money in from these big companies or paying someone else to submit all the proper paperwork to get those monies from those companies. And I get to figure out exactly what I deliver to people. It's, it's pretty functional like that. So I, I prefer that the, not the entitlement people, but the, the people who understand that if you want quality, you're paying money for it and that's how it works. And if you want someone to fix your house or your car, you pay money for it. That's how it works. And the same goes for your body and your, your mind and your, your, your mental, emotional health, which is a new thing that I jumped into recently. Nice. Because, okay. Um, so yeah, well, I, I want to hear about yeah. that too, because you've got a, yeah. uh, and that'll kind of maybe segue a little bit into, uh, you know, the autonomy side of it. If you were yeah. done with that thought, because I do want to poke on this a little bit because, uh, no, you, you poke on it. Yeah. Me mental and emotional Kung Fu. What is yeah. this? I was invited to make a course to add to the curriculum over at autonomy, uh, that the autonomy community is, you know, it's um, actually autonomy curriculum is a specific 12 week curriculum to take people from zero to hero, to take them from disempowered and having been, I would say, you know, indoctrinated with very poisonous ideas and, and habits from, you know, uh, grade school onwards of disempowerment and to, to re-empower them, to give them critical thinking skills, to give people skills of organization and the ability to network and and very importantly four specific skills that they give students of autonomy the ability to touch on which are marketing copywriting media production oh wow am i am i spacing on the fourth one there um what would be that okay Just entrepreneurship in general i'm getting a well yeah that's that's, yeah. that's i mean that's it's kind of the overall the overall umbrella, you know, it's but definitely it, entrepreneurship, but it's, yeah. you know, uh, in terms of um, market. Oh, yes. Sales. That's sales, the big okay. one. Sales. Yeah. OK, because these are separate things that they they have like people ready like me to, to help them with. And so my product that I made for autonomy is called Mental Emotional Kung Fu. So I give people skills to balance their emotional terrain. And with that, they're also their mental terrain. 
and I I uh, just did season two of Mental Emotional Kung Fu. I hope to get you into season three once I launch that cool. next year. Awesome. You know, yeah, I'd love uh, to. I'd love to. I, I so just so yeah. you guys know, I just uh I'm a, I just finished week four of autonomy. So I am currently enrolled in season eight of autonomy, which is just always been a dream of mine. And this opportunity came up. So and it has not disappointed. And I think real really the benefit of it is the community. And that's how Daryl, you and I got ran into each other. You're like, uh, you sent me a message like, Hey, let's do let's do one of these exercises. And I'm like, let's just do a show. Let's just do a show. So yeah. uh, you know what I mean? So here we are, and that's fantastic. And yeah, anybody, man. I feel like anybody at any level with any pursuit in their lives could benefit from the information in autonomy. It's just like, it's, it's just next level. Anybody who's familiar with Richard Grove's work in general, like, it's just like, so, you know, you know, <laughs> Yeah. so, so when, when I started season one of mental, emotional Kung Fu, I got to touch on just mostly nonviolent communication and like that, that's a method by Marshall Rosenberg, as well as some of the other techniques that I've learned through my experiences with a really powerful training community called the mankind project mm. y'all can look it up at man mankindprojectusa.com um and that's uh no mankindprojectusa.org i believe um that's the mankind project is about 35 years old and it was founded by three guys sitting around a kitchen table in milwaukee uh that who just you know from all these different like um places in their life you know one former military like psych psychologist and uh other person in big business and they really they were there to support each other and realizing that not enough men sit in circle as they used to for thousands of years around a fire to keep each other accountable to you know support each other in their powerful growth to protect the village mm. to actually understand that that's their function to be able to be aware of what's going on to take to give and take counsel from each other so, yeah, there, there were just so many opportunities. So in the last, wow, uh, since 2014, so it's about, you know, pushing uh, an almost, it'll be soon, be like eight years or so of training with these people um, that I got a bunch of other mental, emotional skills from these people that added to what I got from nonviolent communication that uh, I, I also took my own take on that, by the way, um, the way I have my take on nonviolent communication is different than the way too many people teach it because they're most people teach it as a communication method right away. And I teach it as an inside job first and an outside job between you and someone else. Second, yeah, very totally. important. And uh, I teach all of my skills that way too. So in the, the eight lessons I did for season two of mental, emotional Kung Fu, I walk people through an increasing difficulty levels of of each lesson like where it's a lot more nuanced and i got to you know really see the results uh, i i think that although um it's uh, it still is like yet to be wrapped and packaged but i'm fully aiming mental emotional kung fu.com to be up and live you know by early this year and really start to sell those as courses on their own because i want more people to be able to help themselves out of these problems that they have with the where someone's taking up rent-free space in your mind, mm -hmm. where there's a conflict and you have no idea how to solve it. Um, I, I fully know how, you know, to, to get to resolution with many of these. And I've started to work with people individually doing that type of counseling work, more and more counseling work. Now I've got a nice page of testimonials for that walking people that you might know from autonomy that sure. they actually suffered with a real issue. They gave me a chance and I got to show them that there's another way. 
that they don't have to suffer, that they can actually find their own path and be on solid footing and move forward. And, you know, this is uh, that's all kind of abstract, you know, like if we had a longer show, I would walk you through one. Sure right here you know that well that let's might be let's next. we'll have yeah we'll have you back man and we'll we'll do a whole expose now is this available publicly or is this just for autonomy students or graduates uh right is now if you, you you would be able to check out i think at least by season one of mental emotional kung fu and that's in the uh, agora marketplace or is that your on your own it, it does yeah it does go right to the agora marketplace okay, to allow cool. people oh, to purchase what's, but what's the website yeah. um but my my actual like landing page is still mm -hmm. under construction, so okay, I don't have that yet. That's what okay. I mean by early this this next year. Gotcha. I, I Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Dude, as soon as you get that launched, let me know, and we'll 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 get into it. We'll, we'll do a whole exercise. Yeah. And it's funny, yeah. you know that you, you you know the elites they know the value of sitting around the campfire, sitting around a giant owl in the woods, right? You know what I mean? In their robes, <laughs> like they, they they know the value of it. So you guys, if they're doing it. There's something we could benefit from as well, but actually, no. All joking aside, that looks fantastic, man. Like I'm gonna actually look into this because, uh, you know, I I completely have had the experience of that in my life too. You know, I'm I'm uh, I always look through a lot a lot of these like mental emotional healing uh, modalities through the lens of like uh, addictions recovery. That's kind of my background. You know, I've uh, sure. the big thing for me was uh, like the twelve step approach, and I know a lot that's not for everybody, but like for me, that has been like life-changing and it's still a big part of my life and now i'm at the point where i get to like give back and like help others and sponsor other guys and uh involved with service within you know the community and all that stuff and you know a lot of that involves like men's retreats uh you know men's meetings where you know sure there's co-ed meetings but you know a lot of times it's a different vibe when it's just a group of men sharing you know the their struggles and picking each other up. And so, you know, I completely buy into the value of that for sure. So, so that's really cool, man. I, I love that. That's really, really awesome. So, uh, so what, what season of autonomy were you in originally? Like what? one, I started. So, at the you're, you're the OG. You're one of the OGs of the OGs, huh? That's yeah. Awesome. Uh, I was in a business mastermind group with Richard Grove as he was just wow. describing exactly what he was building and he only lasted with us for like a few months before he's like, I got to go, guys. I got to build this course. You know? Wow. So, that makes sense. Know, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it takes, you know, um, that first season, you know, required a lot of work that, uh, you know, it gets so much easier, as I know from like, like doing season two of my course. I'm like, oh, my God, it gets so much easier the second yeah. time around. Yeah. Yeah. Once you have the infrastructure in place, then it's kind of like, okay, now can, how can we like improve upon what's already there? So yeah, that makes sense. So yeah. what, you know, one of the things like I, before I even knew about autonomy, there were autonomy graduates in my life, like helping me with stuff like Matthew Raymer, for example, you know, like people that were in my life helping me with stuff. And I, the one thing that always stood out was just like the high, just the high quality of these folks and then the skills and stuff that they had to offer and uh and then i was like oh you guys are all autonomy graduates oh that makes sense and so then i started to get more curious about it but uh what would you say was the biggest takeaway like after your first season like what did you take from that class and then leverage it into real world projects or real world stuff i mean i imagine like content safe probably i think that was probably wasn't that born out of it kind of yeah but uh yeah. But what, what 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 you know where did your life go after the doors were opened with uh, autonomy I think what I got from that was that I could learn to do my own marketing and copywriting at least, you know, like to get it better until I can afford really powerful copywriters and marketers and that I already was in sales, but I could learn to better my sales. 
because every time I'm on the phone with a client or prospect client, actually, that's me trying to close a sale, you know, and, um, and I, there are so many components of it, learning when to say no, it's not the right time to sell to you. You know, uh, that's, yeah. uh, that's something I did today where I realized, oh, it's not the right time to sell, you know, to this person. I could have chosen to take a client on today. And I decided, no, I'm actually, I'm writing reports for my other clients that already paid me. And this person is not in alignment like you and I are, uh, Scott. Like, I mean, it alignment is many things. Like, for example, when I ask that question of clients and, and people in general, people in my paid life and people in my unpaid life. Yeah. The question is, so what did you do regarding the experimental vaccine uh, and it's taking it or not taking it? And how did you make your choice? What was your method? And your answer, Scott? You know? uh, well, my method was uh, as March 2020. I knew the writing was on the wall. And uh, episode and we started our podcast in May. And episode two was about vaccines. And so we knew well in advance that this is what was going to happen. And uh, so we started researching it. And uh, came to our conclusion. I started interview- So I started a show. And I interviewed experts and doctors and scientists from all over the world to come to the conclusion that, no, I'm not taking it. So there you go. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I did my due diligence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. To to go back to that, um, one of the things I got from season one and and the next several seasons of autonomy was I can actually use my network at that point because it was you know, um, God. I mean, what am I pushing like twenty uh, twenty nineteen or so? Uh, that's that's approximately. I think I, I I'm sorry I can't even remember when season one of autonomy is, but um, it's. It's approximately, um, you know, 2019 or 2018. And mm-hmm. I, I leveraged my network of growing people that I'm connected to, to help me, you know, me and Matt to make a better website, to get some like better copywriting going for content safe, to get it out there. Um, and that include like even the branding. Cause at first I started off with content is and like, Oh God, talk about something clunky, you know? And, you know, just, you know, every, everything like learning how to do branding, how to do a wireframing for a website, you know, to sort of get the, the general picture of what it looks like before it, it becomes like a functional piece of work. And mm. there were so many components like that, how to work with a team. I even learned like um, the problems of um, copywriting by committee. And for people who don't like listening and, and watching and you don't know what copywriting means, it doesn't mean getting a copyright, which mm-hmm. is like a intellectual property, like uh, trademark per- type of thing, trade yeah. permission yeah. slip from yeah. a government that will attack people who use your intellectual property, which is a, a basically um, an oxymoron. There's no such thing as intellectual property. Yeah. There's real property and then there's ideas. And if you want your idea to be secret, then keep it secret. There but you once go. you put it out there, don't expect other people to not take it use it, improve upon it, because that's ridiculous. That's like, you know, like you invented fire and then you're going to try to go around and persecute all people who use fire. Dude, they're you know? going to, you know, they're, they're moving towards that. You know, they're patenting. Yeah. They're, 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 they've found a backdoor way to patent life. You know what I mean? Like if, oh, if you make one change to one molecule, now you can patent it. You know what I mean? They're, they're working towards, I just yeah. heard some, some God clip the other day. What was it? I think it was on no agenda, like no agenda this last week. I think it was, I, I don't know what to say, but, uh, they were talking about, they played some, some clip of some guy talking about, you know, just agenda 21 stuff about how they're going to like, you know, tokenize every single like blade of grass and every single thing in existence. You know what I mean? To come up with a new, uh, Oh, I saw uh world alternative media, Josh Sigurdsson report on this, like the, the, the new 
asset or new like uh, asset class derivative marker, whatever for like every like organism and, and, and thing in the universe. Like, it's just like, dude, you guys stop chill. They're like taking it to yeah. the extreme right now, man. <laughs> yeah. All to remove our freedom. You know, all, all that's, that's one of the things too. That Richard always says like all these things are just to remove your freedoms. That's it. And that's what actually copyrights and patents are about. They're about trying to remove freedom and then they're sold as an idea of protecting the artist or the individual inventor real now copywriting is persuasion mm -hmm. in print or persuasion with words specifically and it's a nuanced idea to you know basically persuade and change hearts and minds to get people to buy because everyone's mostly out of control emotional buyers that's what people are <laughs> very few people are in any way mentally and emotionally in control and they're going to actually like i base everything on logic i I look up the product and I, I get the, I balance all the nuances of everything. And that helps me understand what to purchase. It's like, no, that's not how people do it. And not at all. The way no. people do it is they have to get the right vibe. Like the people listening to the show, you're going to hire me because you like the vibe of me, not because it added up all this checklist of actual items on your, like who you trust for your healthcare advice. So that's the way I see it. And, um, and yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll be pretty clear about it, Scott. I take my mentors somewhere in the 10 to 25 years younger than me hmm. because those are the people who have the curiosity that they want to know about the world. They have the flexibility of mind that they're an end of body too. So they're always trying to flex into different ideas and, and consider things. They have humility. They, they know that they could get it wrong and they could be getting it wrong right now. So they're, they're, they're having that type of not 100% certain. They're not religious like the older people are, and they have courage. And those four qualities are deficient in too many of the older people that I know. They're just, they've, they've been beaten out of them. Everyone from my dad's age, who's 86 now, to, you know, the, the, the younger folks. I'm, I'm now 50, you know, mm -hmm. and I, I'm like, um, I definitely still require mentors and people who guide me through life. So it's, you know, in general, um, there's a lot of opportunity out there is what I'm saying. It's like, there's a lot of options for people, whatever the problems are. Mm -hmm. um, I like to like, just definitely like have a note of optimism because when you study stuff that's doom and gloom, Scott, and I know that we both touch on those things, you know, with the media that we'd consume or mm -hmm. sometimes the, the guests that, that we'd have on our shows, for example, you know, it's really important to balance that out with like to say, maybe so, maybe not. And to say like, guess what? Your thoughts really do create reality. You know, you really are manifesting with what your spells are, the spelling, the words that you're coming out of your mouth, the, the thoughts that you repeat over and over in your mind. You know, that really is part of what's creating reality here. So I create a reality where I work, you know, 10 less or less hours a week to float my, <laughs> my existence here. Yeah. And that's really fun. Like, I mean, I, I love that. And I live, you know, on Hawaii and, um, when, you know, when you ask like what it was like during the pandemic, you know, yeah, that was a bummer to see so many people get caught up in the fear and the wearing the masks. And it still is a bummer to still see the gullible, the old, the, the less flexible and less curious and less humility based, less courageous people of mind who wear masks while shopping or outside or while driving alone, you know? Uh, and I know that that's a function of being in a blue state. That's just um, it fosters that type of groupthink mentality 
that people, you know, have decided to cling to, that they were indoctrinated for years to do so. Um, but I live on the rural state, you know, like the mm -hmm. rural island where, you know, just like in the rural areas of a blue state, it things are a bit more free and people just want people to, to leave them alone. So when they close the beach parks down over here, well, that doesn't really fly because there's some fundamental legislation that always allows access to all beaches if you're carrying a fishing pole. You know, okay. Yeah, totally. No, no one can stop you from fishing anywhere on the, on the outside of every of this island or all the islands, actually. They can't stop you. Yeah. You know. So nor should they, nor should they be able to. That's insane. Do well, yeah, but I mean, it's, you know, it, there, there's positives and negatives for, yeah. for the problems of, of actual ownership of land, you yeah. know, and as if everyone owns it, then everyone gets to mess it up too. Sure. And that's a problem. Yeah. But the access part was one thing. And the other part is that it's a big Island. So they could shut like the parking lot for a beach park, but, or for a lot of beach parks, but there's going to be other ones that are accessible, mm -hmm. you know? And uh, one of the nice things I, I get to, you know, having lived here for, you know, 14 years is I know a lot of places to yeah. go to enjoy myself by the side of the ocean. And that's they're not all going to be stopped. And other people, you know, know all the places. So life continued in a lot of ways. You know, um, I I did get to get myself really worked up mentally and emotionally and out of balance, honestly, during that time period, being very angry and just really hating on people who didn't get it, you know, who were who were closed off. They closed off the curiosity loop and yeah. they were shut down with the flexibility of mind. They had seemingly no humility to, to muster. They're like their humility muscle was fully atrophied and they seemed to possess no amount of courage. They they would say words like, well, I trust the science and that's why I took oh, the yeah. vaccine. Yeah. Did you I, uh, actually... Were you yeah. able to find other like-minded people out there? Did you, were you able to find other truth? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. I mean, because that's what's going to happen. You know, I was already plugged into a community of people who Good. are already of like mind. I mean, 2020 happened. I even, you know, uh, I, I was single at that time. And I was able to, even able to find someone to date on Tinder who was of like mind. You know, that was, yeah. you know, pretty Great. cool. Um, Great. Yeah. I got um, I got banned from Tinder during the pandemic, and that's a funny story. Wow! I don't even know what happened. Okay, so I have two theories, and it's a funny story. I was actually gonna, so I was also supposed to have an interview tonight with Shelby from the dating app Unjected. So shout out to her, everybody. Go check out Unjected.com. They got kicked out of all of the Play Stores, App Stores. So if you're looking for a nice unvaccinated partner, Unjected, Unjected.com. But uh, yeah, dude, I wasn't even talking to anybody on Tinder. I just went in and logged in one day and my account was, it said, you've been permanently suspended forever. And it's like, okay, well, okay. So the two, two things, two things could have been one was uh, my profile and this was in Oregon still. So my profile was very anti-vax. I was like, no, not having any of it. Like immediate unmatch if you're vaccinated, like, you know, like just like very, very harsh rhetoric to kind of detour, deter anybody from that was of that persuasion from even thinking about matching with me. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so wow. I feel like I was either like, like, like mass flagged or something like that by enough people that they kicked me off or, yeah. uh, as a, as kind of a funny thing on the show, it's like, you know, I was taking screenshots of some of the women in the Eugene, Oregon area. And I'm like, you guys, you just have no idea. It's a freaking freak show. <laughs> so I was like doing screenshots and then like posting them publicly. And, uh, I feel like it was either one of those two things. So I don't know, but I don't know. So we'll see. So yeah, that was that was my yeah. Tinder experience. So there you go. <laughs> you know, it's um, <laughs> uh, 
like finding connection is a miracle in general. And yeah. I, I know that the apps are there to try to do that. And I know a lot of men and women are skeptical about using such apps to find people and make connections. But if I was going to promote an app, I would probably promote freedomcells.org. Yep. hundred percent. Promote yep. that one. Yeah. Yep. And, and that one is for the purpose of getting together with people of like mind who, you know, like I, I, did, I found like at least a, one cell that's not too far away here. Uh, I still have yet to connect with them because I kind of have built my own cell of people that are, you know, of like mind. And I'll, I'll be seeing a bunch of them tonight in group as I, I go to a men's group. But yeah, nice. freedomcell.org is one way to find people of like mind near you. And, you know, not necessarily for dating, but for purposes of, of networking and, and finding ways to sort of um, really powerfully support each other and to receive support when you really need it. So that's, that's something I would promote. Absolutely. Um, I'm I can't, always I can't. promote things that are optimistic, you know? Yeah. Oh, totally. I just to say, you know, I, the audience here has heard me talk endlessly about freedom cells. Like that was a huge part of what was able to keep me sane throughout all the nonsense. Like we started our own freedom cell in Oregon and did some pretty awesome things. So yeah, big shout out to Derek bros, John Bush and the crew, uh, uh, Ramiro Romani. I think he helped them update the site recently. So it's not as clunky as it used to be. So uh, yeah, you guys, freedomcells.org, man. Like that's, that's, that's the name of the game, building community. If you're out there and you're feeling lonely and you're feeling like nobody around you gets it, go find a freedom cell in your area. And if there isn't one, then you start one and then people will come because it's, you know, a lot of people are looking for that. A lot of people are going to freedomcells.org and then they're seeing that there's no cell in their area. And then that's where they stop. They're like, oh, well, I guess there's nobody around here. So now that means it's up to you to start one in your area. And that's, that's, yeah, that's the move right there. People are everywhere that are, you know, open-minded to these things. You know, just you might you might see a bunch of closed-minded people if you're thinking about closed-minded people, if you're thinking about the struggle that you have in finding people that to connect with and that you hate everyone. Um, I, I spent a lot of time with someone negative for years over here, and I would see how like you know that created his reality for sure. And now I, you know, I don't spend much time with this guy at all anymore, and I'm really glad, but. I think that for, unfortunately, for like the last, um, God, just about seven years, you know, that was like a major downer in my life was just the time that I spent with this guy and how much he promoted just like, um, I, you know, like more and more over years. It wasn't immediately. It was just disconnection between myself and uh, between him and others. And that would extend a little bit towards me if I just would think like that and agree with him. And I'm into like making more connection. I'm into like expansiveness, like, and just growing more connection and network. And like, I, I want to go on more shows, not less shows. Exactly. You know, I don't want to be the, well, to, to use a bad example, I don't want to be the Jan Irvin of uh, podcasting. Like I want to, I want to be more like magnanimous, like you are. Like I looked at your lineup that you just had over the last couple months, Scott, I was like, man that's some heavy hitters like <laughs> david ike and and, and courtney turner and like you know it's been a blessing cool man people. it's been a blessing and things are just starting to happen man we got all kinds of cool stuff in the in the works here oh boy yeah. but yeah man yeah. so uh, yeah and i agree i agree man like the the more speech not less speech like dangerous and otherwise like you know the, uh you know we fight bad ideas with with more ideas you know we don't just shut down one side of the conversation like we can't progress in that modality like you can't we can't progress as a species as a human race as anything towards any sort of innovation or uh, uh 
you know, ascension. We can't. And that's exactly what they want. You know what I mean? They don't want us like innovating and growing and becoming more autonomous and more independent and more uh, increasing our critical thinking skills. And so it's all up to us to do it, to build communities where that is the value and uh, making it making it so that we're just completely uh, unstoppable. Like they can't stop us. And so and they can't stop us like that. That's any any study of history just shows these 80 year cycles come and go. And there's usually like a renaissance following one of these like you know or just a gigantic boom of just human energy and potential throughout the universe whenever one of these 80 year cycles comes to a conclusion and we're witnessing it right now so you know let them burn down their institutions let them just completely go woke to the point where everybody just like says okay i'm out you know just keep bringing it on like i don't care because we're over here building we're over here crushing and uh you know so just keep keep up your nonsense keep up just living in this fake reality that doesn't really exist you know because uh we see what you're doing and we're not we're not buying it and we're at a point now where many of us are realizing we don't have to buy it we can just go over here and do our own thing that's that's the beauty of this whole thing man i'm just uh i have a lot of hope you know i have a lot of hope and uh, i've been i've had moments very dark moments these last few years but i'm at a point now where like i see i kind of finally see the solution where it's like i don't have to change the world i don't have to change anything i don't have to change any sort of political anything i don't have to do any of that all i have to do is focus on you know the people in my life and building community and just uh you know every day just waking up and crushing you know what i mean and i feel like you're you're much the same way like you've got so many different interests so many different things that uh just from what i could tell on the surface like so many different topics that interest you so many different things that you're involved in uh that's such an awesome way to be you know and, and it all it's just driving us towards more freedom so as we're kind of winding down here just a little bit i know i want to leave plenty of time at the end to plug all of your stuff but uh you know what is there anything else you got working that you're working on or anything else that's on your mind or anything else you want to leave us with here today yeah i i definitely want to leave it with um that one of the great ways to meet folks like me and Scott in person is to go to Porkfest. Ah. I made a commitment to make sure to go there every single year. And I'm, I'm always going to be at the Autonomy Cafe, but I'll try to get around and see more people there. Um, this is the Porcupine Freedom Festival in New Hampshire. And it's uh, conveniently not too far away from where my daughter lives and um, not too far away from like in New York where I get to see my mom and uh, rest of my family. And, you know, it's uh, it's pretty amazing place to go see. It looks like that'll be, um, yeah, that's the, that's that's the one that I was at. I'm in that picture, but oh, nice. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go ahead and find me. But <laughs> oh trick. yeah, the where's where's Daryl? Where's Daryl? <laughs> uh, but yeah, you, you see, like um, the next one's going to be in June of of 2023, and it's it's an opportunity to see people who like there's like you know from some 2500 people who show up there to engage in commerce to you know, to network to finally meet each other in person because they've never seen each other in person they've only been friends on the internet for like years and years now um so there it is uh june 19th to june 25th 2023 and wow that's um you know um that's an early, early prices. That's what $75. That's pretty good. That's and good. yeah, I know. Cause that's like a week long thing. And, uh, I, I highly recommend it. It's, it's an amazing experience. I'm making sure to be there. Uh, the autonomy cafe is sponsored by autonomy, get autonomy.info and that whole community that you and I are connected to. And it's really 
an excellent opportunity. You can see people like like me and maybe you, Scott, to step up onto, into the cafe and do a presentation on something that we're really psyched about. I did mine on mental emotional kung fu last year, and um, that's that's definitely something I wanted to plug. But yeah, I'll I'll definitely say that if you are a content producer like Scott or that you are aspiring, that you want to get your message out, definitely check us out at contentsafe.co. We'll get your message published out there on lots of different platforms. And we'll also take care of other needs of you as a content provider. But just, just getting yourself like regularly published on all these different platforms, you'll find is actually, like you just mentioned, a real pain if you have to do it yourself, but yeah. not so much if we do it for you. And yeah, check out my show, Not Medical Advice. I am now on podcasts too. So you can, okay, you can cool. find me on the Spotify and all that. You know, it's not just BitChute, um, but I'm, I'm getting up. I'm definitely up there on, on the other platforms as well. And uh, that's, um, yeah, BitChute is where I'm, I've, I've been living with my stuff for a while. Okay. And it's, um, it, it is an amazing, you know, like opportunity to get to, to interview powerful healthcare professionals who just know a lot about how to get things done. And they, they give like different uh, methods that I never considered. So I get to go over medical topics that are completely inappropriate to speak to, to my medical clients, because that's not the job when I'm there to solve your medical problems. I'm not there to go on a soapbox and tell you about all kinds of cool things that I've discovered. And, you know, I'm there to do work basically. Um, and yeah, by the way, uh, BitChute's uh, search engine yeah, they sucks. Suck. They suck. Discovered. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Their, their search engine sucks. Now, you would need to use like, you know, literally not medical advice and then, you know, uh, Daryl Becker and then BitChute in a search engine like DuckDuckGo oh, yeah. or StartPage. And that's how you'd find it. But StartPage? Um, What's this StartPage? Uh, th th that's another search engine, I think. Um, okay, I think there's okay. a lot of, I use a lot a, of search have, engines. Have you, uh, have you ever used Yandex? Oh, I've I've heard of it, but uh, Dude, I'm, gonna, I'm writing. Awesome. It yeah, Yandex. I'm gonna. It's uh, it's like the Russian Google, and like, dude, when you type in, we just did it the other day on a stream where you type in vaccine death on yeah. Yandex, like the first few results that pop up are like natural news, like Mike Adams natural news, like whoa, dude, you would never get that on Google. So it's like it's legit. yeah. So yeah. Well, if you uh, if you got to hear this show and you know me and like me and trust me enough, then go ahead and you could. Email me directly, voluntaryvisions at gmail.com, and put it there in the header, Rebunked. And I'll give you a free 15 minutes consultation. Just tell me your problems, and I can give you some advice and suggestions, and we can go from there. But for the people who really pay me the three to $500 for a full report, what I give them is, okay, here's what the problems that you just said, and here are some dietary solutions, things to increase and decrease in your diet. And here are the medicines that I highly suggest you go ahead and take. And here's how to buy them. They get, you know, I, I get people a link that shows exactly how to buy them and how to use them safely. And then I find them some, maybe some, some exercises and some lifestyle changes. Finally, the last part, the important part, I give them a choice of at least five professionals who are like me or my medical teacher, Rick Warman. I find them five people who are amazing, who are diamonds in the rough. I know how to find these people. I know how to research them. I know how to look them up. I know how to, to question them. And so I give you the five people that I would highly suggest you hire. And I give you nine questions to ask them so you can interview them. So you get a chance to see, do you really vibe with them? And do you like the answers that they're giving? Because you need to be able to, to say, like, you know, to check off all the boxes on the, on the 
critical thinking, rational, mental, emotional side, and on the emotional side of do you vibe with them and work with them? And that's like a full report that I'll do. I'm not going to do that for uh, your free 15 minutes, but I could sure. at least give you some vision for where to start and and how to go from there. So that's, that's awesome, my man. offer. That's awesome. And yeah. the, you guys, all of that is in the episode description. So go check it out and hit up Daryl. He's got a, he's a wealth of knowledge, all kinds of awesome stuff, man. And uh, okay, so the next one, after you get your uh, course launched, let's have you back on and we'll do some exercises. You know what I'm saying? And uh, right. yeah, man, that's great. Well, shoot, Daryl. Thank you so much, man. You guys, contentsafe.co, not medicaladvice.co. Please go uh, hit Daryl up and support his work. You know, again, you know, if, if you're at a point in your life where you're just, you know, looking for answers to any sort of medical issue or any sort of just medical, or if you're just trying to improve your health in general, you know, why go to a practitioner? Why just Google search things that are just going to lead you down the path of allopathic nonsense, right? When we can like support people in our community, literally in our community. So that's the way to go, guys. So, all right. Thank you so much. Love you all. Catch you next time. Peace. Rebunk.news. Adios. All right.